0: Members of Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's own political party take up the quixotic quest to impeach him. Cleveland bans tailgating for Browns games in the Muni lot, but will Browns fans find a way? And RTA is keeping secret the details of discipline given to its new acting police chief two years ago. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, August 25th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. In what has to be the only, or one of the only times in history, when impeachment of an elected leader is sought by members of his or her own party, three Ohio House Republicans have drafted ten articles of impeachment against Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Even though this has virtually no chance of going forward, the trio claims many of DeWine's coronavirus orders violate Ohioans' civil liberties. They argue that DeWine has repeatedly proven his incompetence by providing wildly inaccurate forecasts and repeatedly misleading COVID-19 data, and committed misfeasance and malfeasance with his policy prescriptions, which have proven to be far worse than the virus itself. The move, which is unlikely to remove the governor from power, reflects ongoing dissatisfaction, from conservative lawmakers about the governor's coronavirus response, which has been hailed in many quarters for protecting Ohioans. Breaking with decades of tradition, the city of Cleveland has banned Cleveland Browns fans from tailgating before home games in Cleveland's muni lot along the shoreway. Like so many of the restrictions we face today, this move aims at preventing the spread of the coronavirus. No vehicles will be allowed into any city-owned parking lots on game days until two hours before kickoff, and Cleveland will not issue permits for tailgating events. Given the traditions of tailgating, how likely is it, do you think, that Browns fans will still find a way? Last week's Northeast Ohio weather was heavenly for August, with temperatures hitting the high 50s at night and the days temperate and dry. Now we're in a heat spell, again without rain. With all the brown lawns we see, the question is, are we in a drought? Our weather data guru, Rich Exner, says, not quite. Officially, we are classified as abnormally dry, the lowest of the classifications on U.S. drought maps. While regions on the western side of the country are unofficial droughts, we simply are having an abnormal time, with most of the area going 16 out of the last 18 days without rain. That could change as early as today with possible thunderstorms and more probably by week's end when the remnants of a tropical storm likely make their way here. The Greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority refuses to say whether the police commander whom the agency recently promoted to succeed its retiring chief was disciplined as a result of a 2018 harassment complaint. Courtney Astaffe reports that Acting Chief Michael Gettings' personnel file contains no disciplinary records related to an RTA-commissioned investigation that concluded Gettings while a police commander harassed a subordinate officer. An RTA document, including in a court filing, states that as a result of the findings of the investigation, Gettings and the agency's then-police chief, John Joyce, were dealt with under the RTA's discipline policy. RTA spokesman, Linder Scardelli krechik told Cleveland.com that any discipline would have been documented in Gettings' file, but when asked specifically about any discipline related to the harassment complaint, Scardilli Kretchik issued a cryptic reply citing attorney-client privilege. The whole affair raises questions about whether RTA is breaking the records law. The world is impatiently waiting for a coronavirus vaccine, and University Hospitals has been selected as a clinical site to test one of the possibilities. UH joins about 120 clinical investigational sites around the world that will collectively enroll up to 30,000 participants. The Phase 2 and 3 vaccine study is sponsored by the biopharmaceutical company Pfizer and German biotech company BioNTech SE. This vaccine is one of the most advanced candidates being evaluated in the United States and Germany. It recently received fast-track designation from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The Phase 2 and 3 trial will provide data on the vaccine's safety, level of immune response it produces in the body, and efficacy, or the ability to produce the desired result. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We'll be back tomorrow.